Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Moon Not Madness. I'm your host, as always, Brian Brandash, and today I'm going to tell you the first story in uh, probably a series, like a short, like okay, maybe a trilogy. A trilogy called Star Fox: Vixie's Origin. So, without further ado, please sit back, relax, grab some popcorn, and enjoy. Our story begins with Vixie walking to school. As Vixie was walking to school one day, she was having a very, very good day, for it was her birthday. She just turned six years old. Lila was really safe, and she knew to look both ways before crossing the street, and the school was not that far away. So, Vixie crossed the street to get on the road, or sidewalk in this case, that led to school. That's when she ran across someone, someone she did not want to meet. Wolf O'Donnell. What's the matter? Have you seen me? He said. Fixie started to back away. Come on, hot stuff. What's the matter? You don't want to kick it with a real wolf? You're disgusting, she said. I thought you liked the disgusting kind. Enough talk. And he reached out for... When out of nowhere, he was kicked right smack in the face. Wolf fell down. Dropped back up and was ready to punch whoever hit him in the face. He immediately stopped when he found out who it was. It was a seven-year-old. Wolf was about five, six years old, about the same age as Dixie. But he didn't want to pick a fight with a seven-year-old. Who are you? Wolf asked. I'm James. James McLeod. Dixie's ears went up. Isn't your father the leader of... Leader of the Cornerian Army. Yes, he is. Wolf heard that and immediately ran off. This isn't the end of it, James. One day, I'll make you pay. I'm sure you will, James said, but it won't be today. And Wolf went off to school. Vixie and James walked to school together, finished their classes, and then he walked her home. He meant to do it just for a few days. You know, to make sure she's safe. Well, two days turned into three, three into four, four into five, five turned into five months, then five years, then so on and so forth. 
When James was 20 years old, Dixie just turned 18. And they sat down with each other because they liked to hang out as friends. After five months of him saving her from Wolf, she decided that would be a great idea. Soon, she looked at James and said, James? Yeah, Vixie, what's up? Um, we've known each other for a long time now. Yeah, I suppose you could say that. Would you like to be more than just friends? What do you mean? Would you like to go out on a date? Of course I would. And they went out on a date with each other. They went to a restaurant called Corner. Corner was a Italian restaurant and they ate there and ordered some sparkling water due to them not being drinkers and they ate the meal. Vixie had a wonderful time. James, even though he was running low on money by the end of the night, he had a wonderful time as well. He walked Vixie back home. Vixie hugged him, kissed him on the cheek, goodnight, and went inside. James' face turned red, and he could not wait for their second date. Book two, or part two. James, after the kiss, walked back home. His mom said, Hey James, how you doing? I'm, I'm doing great, Ma. Doing wonderful. And he hugged her. Dad's coming home tomorrow, are you excited? Of course I am. I love Dad. He loves you too. The next day, James woke up, not to the sound of his dad, but the sound of crying. He went downstairs and saw his mom crying. What's wrong? When he reached her, he found out what she was crying about, and he began to cry too. On the front porch were two Cornerian soldiers in their dress uniforms holding the dress uniform of his father. Why are you here? He asked them. Is this your boy? One of them asked. Fixie could not articulate, but she nodded. Son, it's your father. We're on a scouting mission. And, uh, we're sorry. Your father was brave. And he saved a lot of our lives. But in doing so, he gave his own.
We want you to know that he was probably one of the best soldiers we ever had. And we'll do all it takes to take care of what he would have. We'll help you. And we'll help all your family. James continued to cry. The soldiers patted him on the back and they left. Then one last soldier came in. It was James's old friend, Peppy Hare. Hi, James. I'm sorry about what happened. It's. I know. I know. It's not all right, but you want to say it is, but it's going to be just fine, James. You know why? I'm going to do what I promised your daddy I'd do. I'm going to make you a pilot, James. I'll get you a spot in the corner in flight school, and you can be a pilot. Vixie looked at James and smiled. It was a fake smile, but she did a good job of making it look real. Inside, she's like, there's no way I'm going to let James... Join the Cornerian army. I won't lose my son like I did my husband. But she managed to smile and make it look real and nod. She knew that's what her husband would have wanted. Hi, right, Peppy. I agree. All right, James. Come on. There's the opening right now, and if I help you and walk you there saying that you are who I want in school, you'll be in school. Shortly after, James was accepted and did the Cornerian Fight School. He served with Peppy in the Cornerian Army for a while. Good, long while. In the Fight School, he met three friends. Peppy Hare, who was already his friend. After Peppy, he met another friend, Pigma. And together, they vowed to be friends forever, and no matter what happened, they would stand tall and protect each other through all harm. And James thought, I've got some good friends. After a little bit, they started Star Fox. After starting the team, James went to Vixie and said, Hey, Vixie. James! She said excitedly and ran up and hugged him. Oh, I was worried about you. It's, wait, you worried about me? I'm a little worried, she said, blushing. Anyway, Vixie, I got a question to ask you, and, uh, and, um, we've been dating off and on, and some of our missions, but for the most part, we've been dating strong. 
That's true. Well, um... Will you marry me? She ran up and hugged James. James hugged her back. Of course I will, James. Shortly after, probably less than a week later, they mar- they got married. He got a two-month honeymoon, and he went on his honeymoon with her. In his words, it was paradise. Then about eight or nine weeks later, they went into ultrasound. And they found out Vixie was about to have a son. Finally, nine months later, Vixie had a son named Fox McCloud. Vixie was ecstatic. Mommy will take care of you forever. She said to Fox. Fox closed his eyes. And Vixie began to feed him with a bottle. James said. I'm going to teach her son how to be a pilot. Not until he's older. Part 3. Years went by, and Vixie had to let her son go. 18 years old, he was trained to be a pilot by James. So Vixie decided she's going to quit her job at the hospital and start to work around the house. Andros who dreamed of domination, but was waiting for the right time to overthrow the Cornelian government, decided he deserves some fun of his own. He called a Vixie. Hey, Vixie. Oh, hey, Andros. They said on the phone. I have something I want to show you. It's a new thing I met your husband to be very great at. It's about how to destroy an entire fleet with one shot. Why do you want to show it to me? Because I want to make sure that uh, you think it's alright. If you think it's too uh, dangerous, well, I'll just start over. Um... Isn't that something we should talk to General Pepper for? Uh, I guess I could, but... Hey, you're a good friend of mine. I just want to ask. Um, okay, I guess. I guess I come over. And she went over. And she came over and walked inside. She realized... That was just something he said to get her over there. 
He did stuff to her that only a husband should do to his own wife. He breeded her. Or, at least, he tried. She refused his advances and tried to get away. In anger, he grabbed a hold of her by the neck and threw her against a chamber. The glass broke, she fell in, and the glass pierced her through the heart, and she died. Immediately, Andros ran to her, picked her up, and took her into one of his lavatory rooms. He managed to stop the beating and start the beating of her heart again. And he said, I'm sorry, Vixie. I'm sorry. I would never try to hurt you. Not on purpose. And Vixie, unfortunately, passed away later that day. The Cornarian army found Andros over the body of Vixie, convicted him, and took him to Pepper. What should we do with him? The Cornarian army asked. Pepper thought about it. For killing an innocent woman, especially one of our flights, one of our flyers, wife. And for you also being the head of Cornelian's defenses, Andros, I hereby banish you to Venom, the desolate planet, for all eternity. By pain of death, you ever come back here or anywhere else. Whatever. And he walked away. Into the carrier. And they dropped him off at Venom. Fox and James cried together. Fox was extremely close to Vixie. He was closer to his father, but he still adored his mother Vixie. She took present most in his young life until he turned 18. James cried too. On Venom, Andros started the army. And Pepper found the bomb that Andros made. And he took Fox and said, I'll take care of you soon. This is probably a job for you all. It's for our experienced trained pilots. What is it? It's a bomb that Andros made before he was exiled. I'm guessing it's a very good thing. I want you to test it out on Venom. You know, and Andros, take him out. We'll do it, James said. James took Peppy and Pigma with him. Pigma seemed to have come upon some money. His flight uniform was new. His ship was new. Everything looked like he just came into a big heap of money. Peppy even asked, 
People are like, how in the world did you manage to come across all that money? Oh, it was just a, it was a reward. Reward for what? James said. Let's focus on the mission. I'll tell you later. All right. He launched a missile. Have venom. Peppy, you hang back for a minute. Peppy, why you come with me and cover me? You got it, pal. The bomb went off. And it was a black hole. That opened up. James pushed all the engines forward, trying to get out of that black hole. Pigma, help me. I need your jet as well. Throw your tow cable. Hook it to the ship and push with me. We can get out of here together. Sorry, pal. But you're something you should know. This bomb here, Andros made to wipe you out before he left. In uh, vengeance for Vix's passing away, he blamed you for it. If it wasn't for you, he would have married Vixie and had Fox with her instead of you. What are you talking about? Sorry, James. But I promised I'd tell you the reward. I knew about this. Andros told me before he left. I put it where Pepper would have found it. And in return, he gave me a sweet reward. Bye, James. And he left James there. James. You dirty swine! Curse you, Pigma! And he was sucked into the black hole. Pigma and Peppy flew back to Corneria. Pigma shot at Peppy. Peppy managed to dodge and went entered the corner atmosphere. Pigma flew back to Venom to report to Andros. Peppy told Fox the fate of his father. Fox gathered a team. Slippy, his best friend from flight school. Peppy, his father's friend. And Falco, hot-headed but a good friend, ex-game member, and ace pilot. They bought the Great Fox with James's newer invention that he made a long time ago, just never activated. Rob 64. Together, they started Star Fox and went on an adventure. Your father would love you. He loved you, you know, Fox. Your father loved you more than life itself. You were just like your father, a great pilot. Your father also helped me out on a lot of things. I'm going to teach you 
Everything about me is trying to fall in there. His eyes says downwards. Thanks, Peppy. That night, Fox looked up to the stars and said, I remember what you said, Dad, about these shining things and discovering stars. Soon, I'll be in the air. And I'll leave this planet. And I'll see the stars firsthand. Then he remembered something that Vixie told him. I love you, Fox. You're my star. Fox looked and said, I might be a star, but Mom, you're a woman shining, made me shine bright. And from heaven, Fixie looked down right at Fox and smiled. And she said, Mom still loves you. Even after the vile act that Andros did to me, I'm healed here. I'm happy here. And I hope you find a girl that you love deeply. And have a wonderful family and a wonderful son. And James, who was also in heaven, wrapped his hands around her and said, Fixie, our son will find a girl. He's part you and part me. I love you, Vixie. Her son will find his way. I know he will. They hugged. As they watched Fox swear in of being a Star Fox member and the leader of the Star Fox team as he finished the oath, as the crowd clapped, they clapped too from heaven. And Fox knew, no matter where he was, his father and his mother will be watching down upon him, keeping him safe, and are very proud of him. He looked to the sky and said, Father, Mother, I'm going to make you proud. Vixie smiled and said, almost a whisper, I'm sure you will, son. I'm sure you will. Throughout his days as a Star Fox pilot, Vixie watched over him. James, too, watched over him. And they were very proud of him. 
They both know they raised a perfect son. And that's the end of Vixie's origin, book one, two, and three. Now, I know what you're all thinking. <clears throat> Yo, Brian, we love you, man. You're, I mean, you're cool. But why did you slip it all into one video? Because I want to get a pretty good conclusion today. And the reason why it had less than I would prefer to have Vixie in it, that's all I could find on the internet about Vixie. Um, the parts that, uh, in the, you know, on the internet to this, Vixie and James found love at a young age. James started Star Fox. They got married. They had a son. And the time that James died, Fox was 18 and Vixie died earlier that year. And then it said, um, Andros, uh, I'm just going to say it, sexually abused Vixie. It didn't say that in the game, but in, but it did say that on the internet, on the manga, the manga that was written, which is actually, I don't know if it's, I hear people say that it's, not even a Star Fox book, it just has the characters in it. And it doesn't and, and the manga doesn't say sexually abused, it says but it says he abused her and he felt bad afterwards after she died. But when you look at her, because it shows a picture of her dead, there's no bruises except for the night for except for the piece of glass. That was around her. It said he threw her into a chamber. I could be mistaking that. But that part was actually in the uh, manga version. I just made it more kid-friendly. Because the manga version was for adults and teens. James did fire a, uh, a thing that Andros set up for him. And killed him that way. Pigma did... Uh, did, in fact, uh, betray the team. I don't know if you flew back to Venom and just he betrayed the team, but until the one that came home was Peppy, who informed Fox about his father's fate. Then he trained Fox to be a pilot, and so on and so forth. And the rest is history. So, with what I have learned, along with one, make you guys have a good story. I filled in what I could. I hope you liked it. Tell me if you liked it down below. Any suggestions? Or if you liked it or if you hated it, let me know. And I'll put a poll up about the next stories I want to tell soon in the future. Thank you for watching. And I'll see you all next time in the next video. Thank you, everyone. And good night. And of course, everyone, look into the shadows because this world's a strange one. Leave a like and subscribe, that would be really appreciated, and I'll see you all next time in the next video. Thank you, everyone. Remember to keep us put up there because the medicine runs, and good night.